Dr. Amy. Yes, Aaron Selvig. Um, question. Yes, sir. And this is going to seem like kind of a first world problem because it totally is. <laughs> okay. But when we were kids, we were latchkey kids. We mm -hmm. spent several hours alone in front of the TV every afternoon when we got home from school. Correct. Waiting for mom to get home. And then mm -hmm. we would hide under the giant beanbag chair and surprise her every single day, as we've noted on this podcast many times. Yes. We didn't have cable. Why not? Uh, I mean, isn't that kind of cruel to make your kids be latchkey kids and you don't even have cable? We had to watch the Andy Griffith show for crying out loud. <laughs> I mean, WTF, mom and dad. Uh, yeah. We were there for so many hours. Yeah. We did not have cable. Yeah. And yeah. I'm upset about it. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm pouting yeah. right now. Write a strongly worded letter to our yes. father and send it in the United States Postal Service mail. And oh. uh, he won't, he, I'm sure, won't care at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we ever had cable. Ugh. Where did uh, you go? Where did you go to get your life. cable fix? I had to go to Steve mm. Westby's basement. Um, I, my friend Dina, I think, had cable. Shout out, Dina. And so, yeah, yeah. slumber parties, sometimes from slumber parties, there'd be some cable television. Otherwise, yeah. not so much. Yeah. Right. Oh, I just. It came to me just now. I know why we didn't have cable. It was our parents' way to get us out of the house. Oh, crafty. Well played, Mom and Dad. But that leaves the question, Dr. Amy. If they wanted so badly to get us out of the house, what were they doing when we weren't there? <laughs> oh, no. Why? Why did you have to go there? <laughs> Hi, I'm Aaron Selbig. And I'm Dr. Amy Messler. And we are the Latchkey Kids. Kids. Yeah. Woo you didn't say everybody. You didn't say everybody. Well, now, because I'm trying to change my whole style. I'm trying to change my whole brand. Yeah, but when you have a catchphrase, you got to go, you got to lean into the catchphrase, don't you? Oh, my God. Oh my okay. gosh. Okay. All right. So, what I think we need, Aaron, is what? we need a music video for yes. the Latchkey Kids. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Let's think yes. about this. Yes. I play the electric guitar. Right. I could make that happen. I played the clarinet in the fifth grade. I'm sure. Perfect. I could put something together, something from Annie or We Are the World. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh we will gosh. we will get on that. A video is forthcoming. It's going to be very grainy. It's oh maybe we could do like an animation like Aha Take on Me. We could do something like that. Yes. I we don't could know. Put on a, a wedding dress and roll around on the on the floor like Madonna and like a. <laughs> well, you you can do that. We could make a Dr. Amy out of a cake and then have Tom Petty eat it. Like don't come around here no more. Yes. So many options. So many options. We I are love here it. Today to talk about one of the most bestest things that ever happened <laughs> to the television set. Right. Ho hello, MTV, everyone. Oh. Yes. Oh my God. He 
people. Okay, let's set the scene. All right. It was a are. phenomenon. Yes, yes. Set the it's scene. Summer 1981. Where okay. were you? Okay. Okay. Everyone, put yourself there. I was before. nine years old. Okay, great. Okay. So our family, we had just moved to Arizona the previous year. Yeah. Aaron, you were eight actually. Because That's true. Yeah. Before your big birthday, big special birthday. <laughs> Uh, little Amy is five. Five, little young um, for MTV. As discussed, uh, we don't have the cable television. Isn't that sad? Isn't that just the saddest thing you've ever heard? So oh sad. Oh my god! Wait, I know. Sad lives. We also had to eat cheese whiz, but that's a whole. That's another episode. <laughs> um, and so we did not witness this ourselves because number no. one, we were pretty young, and number two, we did not have the cable television. But right. people, on Saturday, August 1st, 1981, at 12.01 a.m. Eastern Standard <laughs> Time. They launched it at midnight? Yes. Okay. How many viewers did they have? Like three? <laughs> okay. Viewers, yes. Yeah. Uh, MTV was launched with the words. What were the words, Aaron? Do you remember? Uh, welcome to MTV. No. no, I don't know. No idea. Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. Ooh, that's a lot better. That's okay. good. That's good. Okay. I like that. Yeah, and that, that sets the scene. Over, that's right. Played over footage of the first space shuttle launch countdown of Columbia, which had been <laughs> earlier that year. Sweet. Right? Uh-huh. And the launch of Apollo 11 also. Yes, lots and of space that, imagery. Yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of space imagery. Sure. The were followed by the original MTV theme song, which is... I'm going to do that at least 15 more times throughout this episode, so get used to it, people. Yes. New drinking game. Anytime Aaron talks about Punky Brewster in the refrigerator or does the theme song. That's three. That's three. Okay. And that was played over. Remember the American flag being there by the astronaut? Who can forget it? Into the MTV logo and yes. all the different colors. It was all neon-y in it. Yes. Very oh, cool. Very yeah, cool. Yeah. Icon- that was an iconic thing, actually. That really is like oh. that Im- image of the planting the f- MTV flag. Yeah. That's, a, that's a cultural artifact of the 1980s. It really is. I mean, Big time. it has really stood the test of time for sure. Right. Aaron, I know you know uh, the first video. Yes, was it shown, was. Which, of, everybody knows this. It was Video Killed the Radio Star. Video Killed the Radio Star. The Buggles, everyone. How can the Buggles. Right. And also, let's see how good your memory is because oh, I shared okay. this with you as a fun fact in a previous episode. Oh, you did? The okay. Second video played hmm. on MTV programming of 1981, August 3rd. I have no idea. Was it. Um, I have no idea. I'm blanking out. My brain <laughs> just froze. I just had brain freeze. I'm not even having. I'm not even. I feel like I'm eating ice cream, but I'm not. Oh my god, people! I have and no idea. It was Pat Benatar's. You better run, everyone. Oh you better my run. Gosh. You better run. How how does that song go? You better run. I have no idea. Something like that. She's <laughs> yelling. Kind of, she's kind of yelling it. In, really? In, I don't yeah, remember she's that like song. Mad at you. Okay. Oh, you don't want Pat Benatar mad at you. That's for sure. No, you don't. Okay. Uh, And so, in fun times for the three uh, viewers, is that occasionally the screen would go black. 
because that was when an employee at MTV had to insert a new tape into the VCR. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah, Are you yeah, serious? Yeah, yeah. This was all done. Man, even VCRs were really new, though, at that time. Exactly. This you know, was that was when, people. This yeah. was cutting-edge technology. Yeah, um, that, that's like were, the latest technology. early memories of MTV, Aaron? And well, that, that guitar jingle, lo- that guitar jingle song. <laughs> The astronaut planting the MTV flag on the moon. And then, you know, the thing that I was always curious about MTV is, you know, since its launch in 1981, it popularized that that format. And and we're going to get into this a little more later in the episode. But that song length video format Mm. was pioneered on MTV. I mean, that those. There were there there had always been music on film like the Beatles were really serious about making, you know, music yes. movies. They kind of pioneered yes. that. But those were movies, you know, but to, but to have like individual song videos that wasn't really a thing. So I always wondered when MTV started, it must have and it was also it was 24 hours because it was cable. Right. So where did they get all the videos there? There couldn't have been that many once you get past. The Buggles and Pat Benatar, then what? You know, there then couldn't have been that many. Come the Buggles again. Yeah, there's Everyone. the Buggles. And oh, yeah, right after this, it's Pat Benatar. Right. Oh, boy. So, I, you know, I always I always wondered how they, it must have been difficult for them to get started. Um, every video had the white label in white letters that showed the song title, the artist, and the record label. That was very handy. It was it was just and it was just pure. I know this will sound crazy to anyone not in the Latchkey Kids podcast target audience, but it was nothing but videos 24 hours a day uninterrupted seven days a week, one video after another. I mean, that's all it was. There were no reality shows. It was in later years. They added shows like uh, Yo MTV Raps and Headbangers Ball MTV Unplugged, which still exists, by the way. Um, Maybe the best of all of the specialty programming that The the first video that that really blew my mind, and and we've talked about this a few times on this show, was Don't Come Around Here No More by Tom Petty. That one. And then Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel is another one that was like, oh, wow, you can do that in a music video? That one was crazy. (laughs) With all the animatronics. That's the one with all the animatronics. Amazing, amazing. I also remember, and this is more, this is later, this is in the early 90s. I was in the army and I was stationed in Europe. I was stationed in Germany. And we would all sit around in our uh, like break room and we would hang out there mostly cleaning weapons and shining shoes and doing (laughs) stupid army stuff. But there was a TV in there and it was constantly tuned to European MTV. MTV Europe is what it was called. Europe had its own MTV, and I will never forget the time we had just come back from a field exercise. We were all tired and dirty, and we went in there, and they made us go clean our weapons in the break room, and somebody turned on the TV, and I first saw the video for Smells Like Teen Spirit. And me and, like, all whole the whole room, like, went silent. Like, everybody was, like, transfixed. Like, what is this? Like, yes. 
And I remember thinking to myself, this is a this is going to be a thing. Something new. Yes. Something totally new and different. Yeah. I was having the exact same experience stateside. So, so while we're in the early 90s, okay, so this was really the time period that I got into MTV because when you, you graduated from high school, went to the Army, we were in Germany. Yeah. My, our mother, you know, got remarried to our stepdad. Yeah. We moved yeah. to California. Shout out, Ken. Shout, shout out, Ken, <laughs> and shout out, California. Yes. And finally, we have cable television in our wow. household. Wow. What was that like? So, oh, my goodness. I mean, yeah, that was really MTV. It was the whole entire thing. And so videos that I remember from that particular time period, Madonna's Vogue, remember, with like yes. the, the hand, the hand yes, movements the and the black and white, <laughs> the voguing, all the right. voguing. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Nirvana, all day, every day. It smells like Teen Spirit, Heart Shaped Box, all that. I remember REM's Losing My Religion. Was oh, that's a good that one. Day. Yes, that that's a really good, good one, yeah. Uh, Pearl Jam, Jeremy, okay. Sure, yeah. Are you uh-huh. This? Guns N' Roses, Aaron, November Rain, that was like a movie. Yeah, yeah that thing was thing. It's like 15 minutes long, yep. Uh-huh. And then you mm-hmm. had fun stuff. Like, I love D-Lights, Groove is in the Heart. Groove is in the Heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we had the Divinals, I Touch Myself. All the what is that stuff. song about, exactly? Um, it is Never mind. Really, I don't want to know. What is that? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember around that time, Paula Abdul had the song Rush, Rush. And what was fun what? about it was the video... <laughs> Was uh, like a recreation of a favorite movie of mine, Rebel Without Willy a Cause. Willy Wonka and the Chuck. Oh. No. Oh, yeah, Rebel, Rebel Without, Without a Cause. cause. Yes, yes. People. That is a good movie. That was so cute and fun. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, early Okay, 90s, I do I remember really that. It, it, was a, it was cute. I got really into, of course, gangster rap, as you Yes, do, you did. Still are into really that. Loved. Yes. Got into a whole bunch of Dr. <laughs> Dre, a bunch of. Snoop Dogg, all that. Do you remember Skin that time a few a years lighter. ago when we were visiting California and we had like all of our kids in like this big car and you and I were blasting Dr. Dre <laughs> and singing along yes. to like very, very inappropriate uh, lyrics? The best. <laughs> That's the fun. Best. That's fun. So That's much fun. fun. So much fun. You know what would be awesome, Dr. Yeah. Amy, as we talk yeah. about as we talk about MTV. I really wish we had some fun facts about MTV. Ooh. I wish we did. Oh my goodness! Wow. What? What are you saying? Happens, what? Get out of here. Then I have some fun facts for you. I know. No way. Such a, such a shock. That is a shock. New and different. Okay. All right. So that, there's there's a lot of really fun stuff about how this all came together. So of course, from mental floss, this is our source. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You know, we mentioned the the whole astronaut, you know, space shuttle planting the flag. That whole that was yes, whole intro big vibe. deal. Yes, yes. So they wanted to get Neil Armstrong's quote in there: "One small step for man, one giant leap for mankind." Oh, he's not going to go for that. And he <laughs> was not down with it. And so of course not. He's like a serious astronaut. He doesn't care about your stupid bungles or buggles or whatever. He doesn't want to be associated with that. And so the MTV people um, sent sent a letter, and they were just sort of banking on him, like not caring or even knowing what it was. <laughs> oh, they and sent so a letter like, "Hey, we're gonna do this yes. unless you say no." Yes, that's <laughs> really? Exactly what they did. I don't think that's how that you, works. We're gonna do 
through this, and so just a few days before the launch, uh, they did hear back. Oh, and he was like, yeah, I don't think so. Threatened a lawsuit. <laughs> of course he did. Ruined the party. So. <laughs> you know what? That wouldn't have been. That's that was. They didn't need that. That was fine. It was fine. And they didn't, didn't really need it. that. It turned out yeah. okay. That's um, okay. MTV nearly wasn't called MTV. Oh, had, were they going to call it VH1? <laughs> Never gonna call it VH1. <laughs> oh wow! Huh. Uh, and so it would have actually been helpful many years later when they stopped showing music videos to have had a different name because now and then it was like there's no music on music television. Right. But it's true. One of the very exciting ideas was to call it TV One. Wow, that TV is. One. Wow. Were they having a contest to see who would come up with the lamest name? Yeah, yeah. Because and that's what won. That is boring. Okay. All right. So they were trying to, you know, the logo almost wasn't cool either. Oh, my God. They were going to just have like a run of the mill logo like NBC or ABC or one of those stupid things. Lame. And so they finally. Not very rock and roll. Not very rock and roll. Finally, Mm -hmm. they got Manhattan Design involved, and this was a hip New York graphic design collective, people. Okay, cool. And so they wanted to develop something that had a more youthful spirit. So they had the big block M spray-painted, the smaller letters, a TV, and, I Mm -hmm. mean, it became this whole cultural It still is. It still, yeah. And, people, that graphic design only cost MTV $1,000. Oh, my God. I bet the I bet the people that made that wish they'd have had a different deal, <laughs> you know, like a, I'll take a half a percentage point of all of your earnings, you know. Oh my gosh! So one of the big things about MTV early on, Aaron, was the VJs. Okay? Oh my gosh! I had Martha Quinn. That's the one I had a crush on. Yes. Exactly right. So I'm gonna look up Martha Quinn today. But you go you go ahead. I'm listening. Okay. Just for a second. Um, I just want to see. <laughs> oh, okay. my. So there's, oh, boy. Oh, She's 63. She is oh, looking yeah. good. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, okay. okay. Yay, yes. People. All right. So it was a little bit of a questionable <laughs> casting strategy. So, Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, network executive Robert Pittman, it wasn't the most PC of bosses. So, well, you know. um, this could be an HR nightmare uh, now. But anyway. Um, he admitted later that he selected the station's VJs primarily for their appearance. Their well, of course. Never, I mean, that's a TV show. Like, yeah, I mean, come on. And he said, and I quote, these are not Dr. Amy's words, okay? Let's be clear. Okay. All right. <laughs> we need a black person. We need a girl next door. We need a little sexy siren. We need <laughs> a Martha boy Quinn. next door. Uh-huh. We need some hunky Italian-looking guy with curly hair. <laughs> <laughs> like like Luigi. Yeah, that's weird. I was I was following along until that last one. I'm like, what do you oh need? Okay, and yeah. So they cast J.J. Jackson, Martha Quinn, Nina Blackwood. I have Nina Blackwood. Yeah, as a yeah. Nina Blackwood. If you hear uh-huh. her, she's still on the radio. Sometimes she has this like super like chain smokery like raspy voice. I have a yeah. little of the snuffleupagus. Yes, I sound like Nina Blackwood. Yeah, that's Ellen good. Hunter and Mark Goodman, and those were the the five uh, original ones. So they became like kind of stars, you know, based on. Yep. I remember. Do you remember Downtown Julie Brown? Yes, Downtown Julie Brown. Oh my God, I had a kind of a crush on her too. Yes. She was like 
Oh, wait. Hang on a second. I'm going to look up downtown Julie Brown today. You keep going. I'm listening. You know, I mean, we can just carry on. The listeners and I, Aaron, we'll see you next week. Should have probably done this. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, she's also in her 60s. Oh, no, no, no. She's 58. She's still wearing the fun hats. You remember the fun hats? Oh, yeah. Uh, like fedoras and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. She's still working that look. Most, you most get it. V- yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Most of those <laughs> VJs uh, in the early days, they had to keep their day jobs because they didn't know if it was going to be successful. So they're literally like bartending or like working in a bank. Or <laughs> really? So, Aaron, you mentioned how could anybody possibly have been watching this, you know, in, in 1981 yeah. you know, at midnight? Uh, I didn't know about it. You are correct. Most Americans could not watch it when it initially initially launched. So um, it was it was first aired. It was like a New Jersey cable station. Most what? Most didn't have it. Yeah. It, it was, was only in New Jersey. Yeah. So they had you had to be in New no Jersey. No way. And you had to really? subscribe to a particular cable operator. And oh. it really took several years, actually, before the rest of the country so watched it. So this whole big deal when they launched at midnight and they played Video yeah, Killed seven, the Radio Star, it was only in New Jersey. That's correct. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know that. I know, I know. And you wondered, yeah, okay. like, what the heck are they putting on there other than the Buggles and Pat Yeah, Bacard. that's so the only videos they had were those two. excited to know that hmm. your favorite artist, Rod Stewart, yeah, oh yeah, I remember there. Yes, there was a lot of Rod Stewart in early MTV. Yes, that's true. He really owned the the. He did. You're right. Now that I think about it, there was a ton of like soft focus Rod Stewart, like reclining on a chair with his shirt unbuttoned. Yes. Wow. Okay. That's you might say a little too much, Rod Stewart, but and then, okay. Aaron, do you remember the slogan of the early days that all the all the you know rock stars of course. would say in commercials? And it was in a song. That was in a song that that Sting sang in "Money for Nothing" by Dire Straits. Yeah. I want my MTV. I want my MTV. That's four. In the safety of your own home. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, that actually, that slogan didn't emerge until a year after the the launch of MTV. Hmm. And it was actually inspired by a 1950s serial ad, okay? <laughs> really? Um, I want my grape nuts. I want my cocoa. <laughs> Okay. Um, and so everyone from Cindy Lauper to Mick Jagger, you know, they did this whole campaign and everybody did the I want my MTV and that became and I mean it's so perfect because you're appealing to the youth, right? And so right. there's that like Oh, they were trying to get they were trying to get the kids to like demand to have MTV. Oh I never thought of it that. It was a campaign. Oh God. It didn't work for us, but sadly. Yeah. No. Um, some of the 
original model, uh, mottos, Aaron, you'll be less impressed with. Um, here's one that you have, have forgotten and never knew huh. of. Okay. On cable, in stereo. <laughs> that is not directed at young people. No. That's, yeah. Or do you remember this early motto? Huh. I'll never look at music the same way again. That's actually not terrible because get it you're looking you're looking at music like i get it yeah yeah it's okay you're right it's bad one of the major criticisms of mtv for all time is there was almost no black representation black artists Mm -hmm. were almost nowhere to be found so the original kind of um vibe of it was it was it was rock music that was yeah oh yeah their whole shtick Totally. And so even like David Bowie called him out on it. Like, where are the mm. black artists? Y'all are missing the boat. And yeah. so once once Michael Jackson hit the scene, uh, yes. for real, and they thriller, not, yeah, they could not ignore the black oh, artists man. anymore. Well, we're gonna go through some of the greatest videos of yeah. the '80s at the end oh. of this episode, Half and of like a, a third Jackson. of them are Michael Jackson. So and the others are Janet yeah. Jackson. <laughs> Right. Miss, yeah. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. That's very good. Very excellent fun facts, Dr. Amy. Thank you very much. Um, Dr. Amy, if you and our Latchkey Kids listeners would allow me, I would like to take us on a little journey through the timeline of MTV, shall we? And I am getting all of this research that was done by Dr. Amy Bessler and who did all the work. And I am taking the credit for it is what's happening. Yes. As usual, I have done literally nothing in preparation for the show. Okay, so 1981 MTV debuts, we've covered that. But did you know, Dr. Amy, even though it had humble beginnings on just a few television sets in new jersey by the end of the year in 1981 it was reaching two million households strong strong start strong strong in 1983 as we talked about you know the programming kind of shifted a little bit from white rock acts to michael jackson when beat it Mm. beat it thriller billy jean all that took over in 1983 in yeah. 1985, you had the rise of the hair bands. Go back and listen to a previous episode. I do not remember which number it is on hair bands of the 80s. Yes. Bands Classic. like like Poison and White Snake yeah. and White Lion. Oh, White Lion. <clears throat> when the children cry, you know it's... I don't even know the rest. Okay. A lie. <laughs> a lot of totes of a lie. And that's when they started, uh, in 1985, they started Headbangers Ball with Dee Snyder of Twisted Sister. I love that show. You loved Headbangers Ball. I did. I also loved 120 Minutes. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Kind of like alt-rock stuff. Yeah, baby. That began in 1986. And then in 1988... Probably their their one of their most popular programs, Yo MTV Raps, yo. debuted. Yo, yo, yo. yo. Yes. 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 Love. Mm-hmm. love. 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 Yes. And then in 1989, the very next year was the debut of MTV Unplugged, which uh. is the, like the only thing 
from like the original MTV that is still around today. MTV Unplugged still exists. Love yes. Unplugged. My favorite from back some in the classics. Day, the some classics. Was LL Cool J's um, Mama oh, Said yeah. Knock You Out. Have you ever oh, seen yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Yes, Ooh! yes. Well, the, wow. like the classic Unplugged, the, the greatest Unplugged of all time was unfortunately in the 90s, but it was Nirvana. And oh. like, just like absolutely haunting performance by Kurt Cobain. Like, yeah. I'm sure you've probably seen it. I know you've heard it. It's worth watching it. And then another one from MTV Unplugged that we, with this keeps coming up, Amy, is Aha doing Take On Me. Just a few years ago. Yeah. It's so good. You got to see it. They're still, those guys are still as cute as ever. All right. So that happened in 1989. In 1992, The Real World debuted. Oh, oh my God. And that was kind of the beginning of the end. And I remember. I did have cable. That's about the time I got out of the army, and I had cable in my little humble little studio apartment in Mesa, Arizona. And I saw all of this stuff, and I thought, you know, this is—they're not going to do videos anymore, are they? And sure enough, they had that. They had road rules, and then the Jersey yeah. Shore, and all of yeah. That. Now let's let's pause for a moment to talk about the real world, though. The okay. real world was. One could argue the original reality show. Yeah, okay. it's the first one I remember. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that first season of The Real World actually was really cool. I mean, it was, it, it was kind of boring in that they literally just had cameras and they weren't, they, they didn't know, the, the people in the program didn't know what it was. They didn't know anyone was going to see it. They didn't really know what it was. There had never been anything like this. So it was just. Yeah. Seven strangers living in a house together and like that trying to get along, and they were from all different backgrounds. Yeah, and one had HIV. And, oh and wow! One, and one was from the South, and what it, like it? They, I mean, it really was groundbreaking in kind of this, mm-hmm. you know, showing people from all these different, you know, parts of America, like trying to, you know, figure out how to live together. I, I will say to this day, at least yeah. in the early days of the real world. There was some, you know, wow. groundbreaking stuff going on. You there. are defending this very passionately, Doctor Amy. The real that world, is great. People, I'm here to say I love the okay. real world. Okay. All right. I feel you. No, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Too bad it ended up like you know quickly becoming very stupid, and like yes. turning into Jersey Shore. Once, once people knew that they were going to be famous, and that now then it became yeah. Informative. And then there's and then the producers are scripting yeah, things and yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. I'm from Alaska and I have I know like I'm sorry if you're a fan of these reality shows in Alaska yeah. which most of them seem to be they are pure 100% bullshit you're being fed about life in Alaska but that's a whole nother episode for a different podcast. All right. 1993 the world is introduced to Beavis and Butthead. Yes. I was down with that because part of Beavis and Butthead was they and this was my favorite part. They would watch MTV and like critique the videos, which was great. I will say I was in high school at the time and it was it was annoying because all the boys in school would just talk like. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Yeah. I, I feel you. Uh, that was in 1993, debut of Beavis and Butthead. In 1998 was the debut of Total Request Live with Carson Daly. Do you remember oh, that? PRL. 
Yes. I was getting I was getting a little bit old at this point. Like I don't really this uh, this time period was helpful for me, um, because this is when I start teaching high school mm. students. Uh -huh. And so it's like research. It's like Dr. Amy doing her research for the podcast. Dr. Yes. Amy would do research by watching MTV in order to relate to the youth. Seriously. <laughs> do you still do you still do that? Uh, yeah, you have to know what's going on yeah. with the people. That's and so true. You gotta watch TRL back in the you know late nineties, early two thousands. Absolutely. Okay. All right. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I didn't do that. Mm. That's why my children <laughs> ate me. All right. Yes. And then the early 2000s came along, and that's when MTV pretty much abandoned music videos. Yeah. Uh, in 2006, The Hills kind of uh -huh. marked the end of the video yeah. era, era yeah. and it basically just became all teen-targeted reality shows, which is what it is well, today. And then, and then like, The Death Knell. Hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just, just going to say, think, what? shows like The Hills is now you're getting into a thing where you are um, – it, it's that aspirational thing of, like, you're, you're following yes. the, the wealthy. Yeah, you know, like so influencers. Kardashians yeah. Yeah. And all. But it was this whole thing of, like, this is how rich people live. Yeah, Whereas this is like how you should want to live. It's just everybody who lived however they lived, but this is how you should want to live. I'm just yeah. mentioning – Gross. Know, that's really sad. Mm -hmm. And then in 2008, MTV officially dropped the name music television. <laughs> like, it doesn't even stand for that anymore. It's just, it's like KFC, yeah, I think, did the same thing. It's <laughs> KFC and MTV. It's just M yeah. Uh, Marvin or whatever. It's nothing. We're going to get into a few of our favorite videos, but I, I wanted to say before we do that that to me, Dr. Amy, the thing that really made MTV a phenomenon was that art form of the the yeah. song length music video. It had, it had yeah. never really been done before and it was just so genius because it was it was short. I mean, they were typically 2 or 3 minutes the length of a song, but yet it opened it opened it up so, to so many different styles artistic directions, interpretations. There are many like big time Hollywood film directors that tried their hand at music videos. There are music people who who started in music videos that became famous film directors yes. later on. You know, like yes. it was it was really this like playground for creative uh visual art that didn't totally. exist before, you know? And it, that's why, it, that, to me, that's why it captivated our imaginations in the 80s. We had never really seen anything like that before. I mean, we'd seen, like, cheesy Elvis movies, and we'd seen the Beatles movies, which are also kind of cheesy, frankly. You know, but we'd never seen this, like, uninterrupted stream of short, punchy, quickly edited music videos that were all different styles. Different. And, you yeah. know, and it was really, really, really amazing. So... We've talked about some of these videos before, you know, like Money for Nothing, Take On Me, Don't Come Around Here No More, Dr. Amy <laughs> Loves Physical by <laughs> Olivia <laughs> Newton-John. Newton yes, it's basically a workout oh, video. Oh, my God. You Anything? Have to, you have to go back and listen to one of our early episodes about uh, Get In Shape Girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I think that's our most that's our most listened to episode, I believe. I, I mean, think it is. I'm yeah. just saying, it's, <laughs> it's a classic. It is. 
Uh, anything Michael Jackson. Billy Jean yeah. is my favorite, but I mean, yeah. also I Thriller, mean, of course. Beat it. Video. Yeah. Again, it was a movie. Like, it was a whole yeah. thing. Yes, that's true. And it had a big, long intro, and yeah, yeah. You, you know, obviously, Madonna, of course, sure. is huge. And right. so, I, one could argue, would she have become the super duper duper superstar? Without the video format, because she no. really utilized that. She was that a visual, but you know, that yes. was a huge part of her thing, was you had to see, you yes. know, how Mater sexy she was being. Material girl, she did <laughs> yes. the whole Marilyn Monroe, Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend vibe. Right. She did the Like a Virgin and the Wedding Dress we talked about, Like a Prayer, which was super controversial. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Aaron, yeah. do you remember the, the Paul Simon one, the Chevy Chase? <laughs> yeah. You can, you can you call, can call me out. Yes, yes. That was start bringing in funny and like, weird. You know, yeah, you start <laughs> bringing in, you know, random cameos by random mm -hmm. celebrities. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you remember? This is an early one. And this is like one of the first videos I remember. It might be the first one mm -hmm. that I really remember. The song Obsession. You're my obsession, my obsession. You mean you want to be, be to make you sleep with me. It's by a band called. Yeah, that's yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yikes, yikes. By by the the world famous band Animotion. Who can forget them? Yes. Are they on our one hit wonders list of the eighties? They are. Yes. But that video was very saucy. It was very. It was very, yeah, well, so yes, <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Uh, In Excess had a whole bunch of cool videos. Need You Tonight. Uh, Prince, When Doves Cry. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, I know. That one is incredible. Aaron, one of my favorites was the collaboration between Run DMC and Aerosmith. Oh, Walk This Walk Way. That was like the oh. first rap rock song you know huge Ground, which, groundbreaking yeah 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 i loved it I loved george it. michael was huge on mtv in the 80s oh my god faith faith um, oh yes what is that song about? what is that song about i don't know i don't know what that song is about <laughs> okay do you remember the do you remember robert palmer's addicted to love with yes the, the models and the my friends and I thought we were hilarious because we changed it to "Might as well face it, you're addicted to drugs." Oh wow! Yes, wow, wow, we wow, thought wow. that was really funny. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel. Not even my favorite Peter Gabriel song. As far as the song goes, it's okay. Uh, there are better Peter Gabriel songs, but the video is just—I mean. It must have taken them forever to make that video. It's animatronics and like claymation. You have to see it. It's it's oh, wild. It's wild, yes, definitely. It might be the greatest video ever made. It's, it's top five. Really, really awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. Of course, the police had a lot of yes, videos, including they every did. breath you take. Remember that one? Yeah, fun. And, and um, speaking of fun, I mean, the hmm. bands that are fun are like Van Halen. Remember? Yes. Trump? Jump was fun. I mean, ZZ Top. Yes. Legs. Fun. She's got legs. legs. Oh my she God. knows how to use them. And yep, they were fun. I'm still mad at myself in our Michael Jackson episode way, way, way back. People, go back and listen if you have not. I don't know how I did not talk about Janet. What was wrong with me? I mentioned did the we rest of the Jackson 5. Really? 
We never spoke of Janet. Aww. I've been upset about Poor her Janet. since. Oh, but wow. Janet Jackson had some great yeah, videos. Yeah, she did. And the one that really stands out to me is Rhythm Nation, mm. which was like a military kind of yeah. vibe. Yeah, oh. she had the shoulder epaulette oh, things. Yes. this incredible like, yes. precision dancing of this whole group of people. Wow. Yes. Like, wow, 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 mm -hmm. wow, wow. Duran Duran was huge on MTV. Huge. Oh, Rio. Those were so fun. I want to be on that boat. Hungry let's like a some, wolf. Let's get on a yacht and let's mm -hmm. have some fun. Totally. Uh, White Wedding, Billy Idol. White <laughs> Wedding. Yeah, that's what he did. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. We talked about this for sure in our hairband episode. Remember um, White Snakes? Here I go again with that Tony Katane. <laughs> yes, Tony Katane. Yeah. Oh my God, people. Wow. I got to get my wow. wife to do that on the hood of my <laughs> Dodge Dart. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. And let's not forget, forget about Whitney. I mean, Whitney Houston. Yes. When you saw her gorgeous, gorgeous, perfect face, and I mm -hmm. want to dance with somebody, and she's like, I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel oh, the heat with somebody. Oh, my God. So great. And then we mentioned, of course, the rap and that whole movement, and oh, my gosh, NWA, Aaron Stewart. Oh, man. I got in trouble. Ooh. I got in trouble listening oh. to the, this album in my room. My dad was like, what is this? <laughs> well, I'm like, what? The F the police. That's just, you know, F that's the, the name police, of the song. Everyone. Yeah, it's what fine. It's, it's art, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. I'm a suburban white kid. I am really, <laughs> I'm really feeling this right now. <laughs> I was, though. I was. Of course. Of mm -hmm. course. Oh, my God. Uh, Genesis, both uh, pre and post Peter Gabriel yes. had a bunch yes. of videos, but, but like Land of Confusion is kind of a oh. fun one. Dr. Amy, oh, Cindy yeah. Lauper, girls just want to have fun. They want to have fun. fun. Right? Oh, right. Absolutely loved That's it. It's fun. I mean, we can't yes. talk about Guns N' Roses either. Guns N' Roses, welcome, welcome to the jungle and sweet child of mine. Yes. Very oh, grainy, black and white, yeah. raw, dirty. Really captured how gross and dirty those guys were. Degenerates. Absolutely. It was wonderful. Yeah. Dr. Amy, Def Leppard. Pour some sugar on me. Very sexy oh, video. Wow, yes. Love, love it. Lots of good stuff. Lots I of good those, stuff. I miss those times. I know. I, I mean, you would literally, like, race home. You would, yeah. you know, lay down on the floor and want like Get a bowl of cereal well. first. And you'd watch, yes. and ah, my yeah. parents were so annoyed because all I wanted to do was watch MTV. Oh. Yeah. I know, wow. it's good stuff. Do you, Dr. Amy, I mean, now it's all reality shows. I went and looked, actually, at the program listing for Ooh, MTV. You got, you got there, are, there are at least five different teen mom shows. There's five oh, different ones. Wow. There might be more. There's at least wow. five. So if that's what you're into, oh, I guess. That's what you're into, everyone. I mean, I haven't seen any of these teen mom shows. Maybe they're good. It sounds kind of sad to me, but maybe it's not. I have no idea. Mm. I did see, though, like I've mentioned, that MTV Unplugged is still going. So that's heartening. So That's something, everyone. But Do you ever watch MTV now to stay cool no. with the young no. people? No. That's not where the young people are. The young people are no. not. They're not well, then who the hell's watching MTV? I have no 
Yeah. Some somebody must be. It's still there. It still <laughs> exists. Over, everyone. It's there, uh, waiting for somebody to pay attention to it. You know what MTV should do if they want to regain popularity? What should they do? Start showing nothing but 24 hours of music videos over and over oh, again. They could start with Pat Benatar good. and the Buggles. Okay. You right. know? Do I sound like an old man right now? I do, a don't I? Bit. Yeah, okay. A bit. Okay. <sighs> I well, I got to go. I got to get these kids off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> MTV everybody. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. We want to hear from you. Yeah. Totally, totally. We want to hear from you. Your remembrances on MTV. Where did you watch it? Did you have to go to your friend's basement, or did you? Were you lucky and had cable at home? What was your favorite video? Let us know on Facebook. Go to the website, facebook.com, a fabulous website. Everybody's talking about it. And look for the Latchkey Kids page, and you can leave us a comment on the post for this episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Aaron. This is Dr. Amy. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.